Hi, welcome to the YD Youth Podcast. We are a youth group from Barrie, Ontario, Canada. Our goal is to encounter God to touch the world. We pray that you'd be blessed by this message. Have some fun tonight. Come on, tonight's not just about encountering God. God wants to encounter you tonight. God planned tonight to be a really special night for you guys. My God pre-planned this night, October 5th. 2021, that you guys would have a powerful encounter with God, that you would not leave the same way that you came. You may have come in with some baggage. You may have come in with some frustration. You may have come in with some heaviness and some some bitterness or whatever. God's going to leave you this place in a different way. You're going to leave a different way than you came. And I want to share a story tonight with you guys. Uh, about a guy named Jacob. You guys heard of Jacob in the Bible? So Jacob comes from the book of Genesis, and I want to give you guys a bit of backstory. So uh, Jacob is really a bad guy. He's a deceiver. He pretty much screwed up most of his life, and he started by stealing his brother's um, uh, birthright. He stole his brother's birthright right out from under him, and then he and his brother were at odds pretty much their entire lives, and they fought pretty much their entire lives. And then towards uh, the end of his father's life, he also deceived his own father out of stealing the inheritance and the blessing that was supposed to come. See, uh, fathers would always bless their kids right before they died, and he would leave basically like more or less what you would consider today an inheritance. And he stole that from his brother. He pretended to be his brother Esau. And so Jacob then and Esau were at odds with his brother. These brothers were basically fighting uh, in and amongst themselves. And so this fighting happened for years and years and years, and they basically hated each other. And Jacob ran away because he was scared that his brother was going to kill him. He was terrified that his brother was going to kill him. And so we read the story of Jacob basically going out throughout the rest of his life, and Jacob, he cheats people, and then he runs away. That's kind of the lifestyle that Jacob is. So you kind of get the picture that Jacob... Didn't, wasn't really the greatest guy. He's not the guy that you're going to look up to in this life. Okay, so that's a bit of a backstory. I want to share with you guys a little bit more about this guy, uh, Jacob. So fast forward 20 years later, and Jacob is really wanting to make a better connection with his brother. He wants to make up uh, his relationship with his brother Esau. And so he decides, hey, I'm going to figure out a way to connect with this guy. And so Jacob and his family, they gather together, and they figure out a place that they're going to meet. And Jacob wants to, you know, mend his relationship with his brother. And so he sends all of these lavishing gifts ahead to his brother. He arranges for this meeting to happen, and they meet at, like, a really far distance away. And then Esau shows up, and Jacob thinks he's going to kill him. And he has this army of 400 people that he thinks is going to come and kill Jacob. And so Jacob starts sending this parade of gifts, all this inheritance that he has, everything that he has, including his slaves, including his own family members, he sends ahead because he's like, please don't kill me, please don't kill me. Take my family, take everything I have. And Jacob's left by himself with absolutely nothing, alone, in in this wilderness, basically, alone, waiting for something to happen. And then the next day, he knows that his brother's going to come. So that's kind of a backstory. Jacob's by himself. He has nothing left to his name. He was a rich and successful guy, and he's left with nothing. And this is where we're going to pick up the story in Genesis chapter 32, verse 24 to 25. It says this, Jacob was left all alone in the camp. And a man came and wrestled with him until the dawn began to break. And when the man saw that he would not win the match, he touched Jacob's hip and wrenched it out of his socket. So 
this man that Jacob was wrestling with was actually, it was actually God. Okay, it wasn't just a normal man that he was wrestling. You know, the different translations use capital H, talks about God. So it was God in the form of man, which would be Jesus, before Jesus came down to be a baby. Right? You guys know the story, Christmas, Bethlehem, all that stuff, right? So this is Jesus that was actually wrestling with Jacob, okay? And I want to share with you guys a couple thoughts about this story. See, Jacob was all alone in this place, and he just wanted to sit and sulk. He just wanted to be a lump on a log and be like, my life sucks. I have nothing left in my name. I've given up everything. I have nothing left to hold on to because I've given it all away in fear of somebody killing me. I have nothing left to hold on to. And maybe that's you in this place. Maybe you feel like you're in this place and you have nothing left. You know, COVID's ruined everything for me. I got no sports. I got no education. I got all this stuff. And I feel like I have nothing left. And so you're in this place maybe feeling all alone. Maybe some of your friends won't want to be with you anymore. Maybe you have all these different things, and you feel like you're all alone in this place. But I want you to know God wants to encounter you in this place tonight. Now, what's interesting, this encounter that happens where Jacob and Jesus wrestle, Jacob didn't plan that encounter. There's nothing that says Jacob was going up to this hill hoping he would meet some guy. No, Jesus encounters Jacob in this place. Jesus encounters Jacob, just like tonight. You may not have come with any agenda. You may not have come with any thoughts, any plans of what tonight would look like, but Jesus is going to encounter you in this place, okay? Just like he encountered Jacob at this place, at this hillside, okay? Something about tonight is going to happen. This is the night that God has been dreaming about for years. You know, God has known you since before you were even born, God knew you before you were even in the womb. And so God has already seen what this day is going to look like. That October 5th, 2021, you are going to be changed. There's going to be something different about you tonight in this place. Okay, let's pick up the story. Next verse. It says, Then the man said, this is talking about God, Let me go before the, before the dawn is breaking. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. I will not let you go unless you bless me. See, he wrestles with God. He wrestles with this guy all night long. He wrestles with him, and he notices that, hey, this guy's not actually trying to kill me, okay? You ever wrestle with somebody for like five minutes and you get exhausted? No, this guy was wrestling with him all night long, and he realized, hey, this guy's not actually fighting me to the point of trying to kill me. He injured my hip, but he's not trying to kill me. And when he noticed, he noticed that he had love in his eyes. He noticed that there's love in the eyes of the person that was wrestling him. And then he says, uh, he says, um, I will not let you go until you bless me. Jacob has this breakthrough moment where he says, wow, this guy's not trying to kill me. He must love me. And I'm not going to let you go. He re recognized who it, who it is that he's fighting. He recognizes he's fighting God. He says, I will not let you go until you bless me. You know, Jacob was stubborn in his, in his ways, but he had reached his lowest point. He had reached complete rock bottom, and he said, I have nowhere else to go. I have nothing else to cling to. God, would you bless me in this place? God, you are all that I have. You are all that I need. You are all that I will ever need. And so I need you to bless me, God, and I will not leave this place unless you bless me. God wants to touch your life. But you know what? God's not going to force himself upon you. God's a gentleman, and he'll wait until you're ready. See, God had an encounter with Jacob in this place, and he wrestled with him, and he wrestled with him. And you know what? I believe that God's wrestling with your heart in this place tonight. God's knocking on the door in your heart and said, would you let me in? Would you let me into those areas of your heart? 
Would you open up to me and allow me to change you for better? Would you let me into that corner of your heart that you don't want to show anybody, you don't want to tell anybody, you don't want to reveal to anybody that's, that's me because i got this real dark place in my heart. Would you open that spot up so God can touch that and God can bless you in this place tonight? You're going to meet with God tonight. We're going to have a moment tonight where you need to get to a place where you say, just like Jacob, I will not leave this place until you bless me. And you got to fight for it. You know, Jacob fought with God. How cool is that? And he said, I will not leave this place until you bless me. Okay, next verse, verse 26. Sorry, verse 27, 28. The man asked, what is your name? He replied, Jacob. Then he said, your name will no longer be Jacob, the man told him. For from now on, you will be called Israel, because you have fought with God and with man and have won. Listen, God already knows your name, but he wants us to know our identity. See, from the outside, Jacob looked like he was a guy that had it all together. He was rich. He was successful. He had a big family. He had everything that he could ever have wanted. But the reality was that the way that he saw himself and the way that God saw him was different than the way that he portrayed himself to the world around him. You know, I struggled with this my whole life. I was you sitting in this pew, you know, 15 years ago. And I thought, hey, I, I can walk the walk, I can talk the talk, I can pretend to be a Christian, and I can show up on these Tuesday nights, and I can show up on Sundays, and I can talk how I need to talk and portray that I have everything together. But on the inside, I was a mess. On the inside, I was Jacob. I was a lying, cunning deceiver. And I was a good sinner. I sinned well. Until I had a God encounter like Jacob had. I was 19 years old, I was in college. I was by myself folding laundry in my room. Yeah, you're going to grow up one day and you're going to have to fold your own laundry and get used to it. I was 19 years of age in my room by myself. And it was as if God smashed open the window in my room and said, Scott, what are you doing with your life? You're either chasing the world or you're chasing me, but you can't have both. Which is it going to be? And I wrestled with God in that moment. And I wept and I wept and I cried out to God and said, God, it can only be you. And I had a moment that says, I will not leave this place, God, until you bless me. I no longer want to be a Jacob. God, I want to be an Israel. God, I don't want to be this person over here. God, I need you to change who I am. Change my identity. Change my heart. Change who I am. Change my nature. Because I cannot stay the same. I've reached rock bottom, and it is no longer good anymore. God, I need you to change me. And so he did. He changed my heart. He changed my nature. And he's continually doing that. He's continually growing me. But it started on that night. It started in that moment. See, in a different version of the Bible, it says that Jacob acknowledges his true nature. He says, I'm a conniving sinner. You know what the name Jacob means? Okay, Jacob's really important or sorry, names are really important in, throughout the Bible. Names have meanings. Every name has a meaning. Your name has a meaning. Jacob means deceiver. He was a conniving sinner. He did bad things. He was a bad guy. God already knew who he was. God already knew his name and the lifestyle he lived. He just needed Jacob to admit it. Jacob needed to come to the realization that, hey, there's something wrong in my life. 
There's something bad that can no longer continue to happen, and I need to turn from it. I need to repent from it. I can no longer be Jacob, who everybody is known to be Jacob anymore. I cannot live that way anymore. And so Jacob, looking for God to save him, didn't realize that he needed to be saved from himself before anything else could change. And the fight was over the moment that Jacob admitted and realized who he truly was. See, God already knows who you are. There's nothing hidden from him. But he needs us to be real with him and surrender who we truly are so that he can give us that new nature. And then something amazing happens. Says, God says, your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel. He gave him a new identity in that moment. He changed his very nature. You see, Jacob means deceiver, but Israel means prince with God. Which one sounds better to you? He came in at rock bottom, and he left that encounter with God royalty. Rock bottom to royalty in an encounter with Jesus. One encounter with Jesus can radically change who you are. It can change the direction that your life is going to go. And I believe that's what's going to happen to you tonight. And he had a moment where he had to be honest with God and say, God, this is who I am. I'll admit it. Jacob admitted who he was. He said, I am Jacob. I am a deceiver. I am a conniving sinner. But I cannot stay in this place any longer. He came to a point of repentance. You know what repentance is? It's turning away from your sin and going the other direction. He had a turning around moment. And you know what? Nowadays, repentance gets this bad rap. And I don't know why we stopped talking about repentance. But repentance is actually the most beautiful thing that a Christian can do. You know what repentance does? It's giving God all your junk and he gives you something brand new and shiny. That sounds like a good deal to me. I can't do that on my own. Only God can do that. You know what repentance does? When we're holding on to all of our stuff, all our heaviness, all of our junk, God's not going to pry it out of our hands. He's waiting for us to open our hands. He can't pour out his blessing if our hands are closed. So you know what repentance does? It empties our hands so that he can bless it. Repentance is a good thing. It's saying, God, I've messed up. Forgive me for messing up. I'm going to turn around and I'm going to make this better. And in that place, God can bless you. God doesn't want you to be a Jacob. He doesn't want you to stay a Jacob. He wants to give you a new name so he can leave you as royalty. God has royalty on every person in this room. He's just waiting for you to turn to him. It's a turning of direction. Say, hey, I'm going to put my focus on Jesus, not on what I've done in my past. Okay, verse 29 to 32. Jacob says, please tell me your name. Why do you want to know my name? The man replied. And then he blessed Jacob there. He blessed Jacob there. He blessed him in that place. Jacob named the place Peniel, which means face of God. For he said, I have been, I've seen God face to face, and yet my life has been spared. You know, God blessed him in that place. Your life, or sorry, your blessing is waiting for you tonight. It just requires a bit of wrestling with God. And tonight we're going to give you an opportunity to wrestle with God so that you can have an encounter with God and say, God, I will not leave this place the way that I came in. He says, my life has been saved. My life has been spared. God wants to rescue you from the things that you've been faced in your day-to-day -day life. God wants to rescue you. And notice something cool here. It says the sun was rising 
as Jacob left Peniel. And he was limping because of the injury he had to his hip. Remember, when they were wrestling, God touched his hip and he, and he, and he tore the muscle of his hip. He had a limp from that point on. He was not the same person after he left his encounter with God. He walked in looking like he was okay. And then he left, he had a limp. When you have an encounter with God, you will be noticeably different. There will be a noticeable change in your stature, in your character, in who you are when you have an encounter with God. Okay? God works from the inside out. Come on, God, when you have an encounter with God, he's going to change your heart. He's going to touch your heart. And out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. God wants to pour out his blessing on you tonight. God wants to change you in an encounter. And I want to challenge you tonight to be completely and utterly raw with God tonight. Be real with God. Come on, God already knows what's on your heart. God already knows what's in there. He just needs us to realize what's in there so that he can bless you in that. Okay? And remember, I talked about that repentance. It's opening up that hand and saying, God, I don't want this anymore. I don't want this weight that I'm carrying. I don't want this heaviness that I'm carrying. Be real with God. Be real with God. Say, hey, God, sometimes I'm a Jacob. God, sometimes I'm like this. God, sometimes I'm a liar. God, sometimes I'm a deceiver. Sometimes I'm a gossiper. Sometimes I'm this. Sometimes I'm that. Whatever it is. And allow God to take that from you and give you a new nature. Right? God cannot pour out a blessing into closed fist. And repentance will open up those fingers so that God can pour out into your open hands, ready to receive. Will you be real with God tonight? Will you have a moment with God so that he can transform your nature? So that he can change you from the inside out? Don't let anything come between you and your breakthrough tonight. We're going to have a moment here in a couple minutes where you can spread out and you can have some alone time with God. But I don't want you to leave this place without having a God encounter, right? Just like Jacob said, hey, I will not leave this place until you bless me. I want you to say the same thing to God. Say, God, I will not leave this church. I will not leave this very room until you bless me. Don't leave this place until you receive that blessing from God. Don't leave this place the same way that you came in. There is something more for your life. There is something greater for your life. God wants to pour out his nature into you. God wants to crown you as royalty like he did to Jacob. Change his name to Israel. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to play some soaking music. Maybe we'll turn it up a little bit in a minute here. But I want you to shut your phone off, first of all. And then I want you to find a place in this room by yourself, not around somebody that you came with. And I want you to have an encounter with God. And I want you to be real with God. I want you to allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you and say, God, I am this. This is what I'm dealing with. This is the issues that I've been going through. This is who I am. God, change me. Change me and bless me. And I don't want to leave this place. I won't leave this place until you bless me, God. And have that moment with God. And, and, and it's possible maybe, maybe one of the three of us, maybe we might pray with you, maybe we might not. But this is about you having a moment with God. You don't need us to have a moment with God. God's going to encounter you. Amen? And we're going to spend five, ten minutes, whatever, of just spending that alone time with God. Because God's going to speak directly to you. And we're just going to pray for a minute for those who are watching online. 
God, thank you so much for those that are watching online. Lord, we bless them, Jesus. We bless them in the name of Jesus. We pray that they would have an encounter, a pineal moment like Jacob did. Father, that all the distractions would be gone in Jesus' name and that they would understand their true nature. They would understand that they can go from a Jacob to an Israel, that they can go from rock bottom to being royalty in Jesus' name. Father, we pray for breakthrough in Jesus' name. We pray for changed mindsets, changed hearts in Jesus' name so that you would bless them in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Thanks for joining in today. We pray that this message blessed your life. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at yd.youth. God bless.